Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Where the White Coats Come Off. If you are a pre-PA, then you are absolutely in the right place. We are so happy you are here and to help you get accepted into PA school. The physician assistant profession is literally the greatest career in the world, and if it is your dream to become a PA, our mission is to show you how to put together your strongest cast of application, get PA school interviews, and get accepted to PA school. Beth and I have worked at PA schools for years, which means we have tons of experience assessing CASPA apps and choosing which applications to invite for interviews, interviewing, and then choosing which candidates to accept. So if you are genuinely ready to take the next step and become a PA student without wasting an entire year or cycle trying to decipher what is accurate on the forums or which advice to take or unsure about how to create your strongest application so you can stand out from thousands of other applicants, then definitely follow along. We are so excited to be your PA mentors and to help you in your journey to becoming a PA. It means the world to us that you are here. Before we dive into today's episode, if you are starting to hit the SOS or panic button because you are not where you need to be with submitting your CASPA app this cycle, then you will want to hear this because we have something that will be so helpful and valuable for you. We are doing VIP days where we meet you on Zoom and put together your strongest PA school application with you. Even if you don't have a single sentence written, you will have your personal statement completely done. Your CASPA experience details paragraphs finished. Your list of PA schools that value your strengths for your highest chances of getting accepted this cycle and it includes a mock interview for when you start getting all those PA school interview invites. This is what you need if you want a competitive and complete CASPA application so you can submit. Remember, the longer you wait to submit your app, the less chances you have of getting accepted to PA school. Your future patients need you and the life you have dreamed about is waiting for you. Our clients rave about VIP days and have said this is the only resource that anyone needs to land interviews and get accepted. So get into a VIP day with us and let's build your strongest, most competitive CASPA application so you can start getting PA school interviews. Learn more in the episode notes. Now on to today's episode. So today I want to talk about the different parts of your CASPA application and what is housed in which area of your CASPA application. So the four different parts are you're going to have personal information and demographics that you have to fill in. You're going to have your academic history. You're going to have all your supporting information and then your specific program materials. So in this episode, we're gonna break down exactly what each of these specific areas contain so you know where to find them on your CASP application. So the first one we're gonna talk about is your personal information section. And this is usually the easiest section to fill in because you don't really have to get transcripts, you don't have to write descriptions, you just basically have to give some of your personal information. So you do have to sign a release statement on this. You're gonna to have to give your biographic information, where you grew up, a little bit of information about your family, about your income levels, uh, your citizenship information, your race and ethnicity. You're gonna give some information about some of environmental factors as well. Did you grow up in an urban area? Are you medically underserved, et cetera? So that's the kind of information they're using for this. And a lot of this demographic information is used so we can see who's applying to PA school. You know, how many people from the ethnicity, how many people from urban areas, how many people from low incomes, et cetera. And they have a little blurb you can write about your family and where you grew up. And a lot of people always ask us about this. It's optional, but it's great to put something there if you um, want to kind of personalize your application. For example, some schools really give preferences to in-state students. So if you're applying to those schools, you might want to mention I was born and raised in X state. Uh, I, I myself was a military kid, so I would, might mention, hey, I moved around a lot with my father because he was in the military. So that would be something interesting about me. So it's always interesting to read a little bit of blurb about you, your family, or where you grew up. 
The next section is your academic history section. So this is where you're gonna put all the schools you've ever attended. You'll have to add the school, then you have to add exactly which semesters or which quarters you went to this school and the dates. You'll have to list all of your classes, the numbers of your classes, your grades, and of course your credit hours for these classes as well. It's really important to make sure this information is accurate because this does have to be accurate in order for CASPA to verify you. So this can take some time. It's not really hard because you really just copy from your transcript, but it can take some time to see how you're going to classify a class or if it's science, is it non-science? So even though it's not hard, it can take some time. So please do not underestimate the amount of time it takes to put all your grades and all your classes that you've ever taken. On a note here, if you took a class at a community college, even if it was reported on your university's transcript as a transfer credit, they want you to put it under the actual college or university that you took the class at originally. So really make sure you put those all in there. You will also have to send your transcripts from every college or university as well, and those will be attached to your CASP application. CASP will actually email you and tell you they've been received and attached to your application. Again, you need to send the transcripts from the school that you actually took the class at, even if it was transferred onto your university's transcript. The third section of CASPA is for CASPA supporting information, and this houses things like your letters of recommendation, which are called evaluations in CASPA, your experiences and your experience details, any achievements, any licenses you have, any certifications that you have, your COVID essay, and of course your memberships as well. So this is usually the part that takes people the longest to fill out because you have to write descriptions for every experience, you have to write your essays, you have to type in all your licenses, etc. So it can take a while to get this done, but it's really, really important to take your time here to really write strong descriptions for all your experiences and really let the admissions committee understand what you did in that experience and what you learned from it. Writing strong descriptions can really help skyrocket your chances of getting accepted because it really highlights the clinical skills or the medical knowledge or the teaching skills that you have that you've gained through your life experiences. So please take the time to really fill this out fully and edit your paragraphs, make sure that they look professional, make sure that they highlight everything that you've done. The last and final section is the program materials section. And this is gonna be different from all of you. So depending on which programs you've added to your CASP application, this is gonna be different. The program materials section includes additional requirements or information that your specific programs are asking for you. Each requirement is gonna vary from program to program. So it's really important that you look at this in detail. It's really important that you add all the information in because everybody's is gonna be a little different because they are all applying to different schools. All the programs you're applying to will be listed in this area, so just click on the individual program and it will let you know the program's requirements. It's very nice, CASPA has them all listed out, etc. and that way you can know, do I have to have a CV? Are there any supplemental questions? Do I have to upload any certificates, etc. So those are the four different sections of the CASPA application and it can take some time to, of course, get them all filled out. So starting early is always a must. Even if you're not applying this year, maybe you're applying next year or maybe you're applying later in the cycle, you can still go on, you can still click around, you can still figure out how to navigate through CASPA. That can save you some time. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. Before you leave, jump over to the episode notes 
we recorded a tutorial about how to pick the best PA schools for you, the schools that value your strengths and are willing to overlook weaker areas of your application. This is how you need to pick the PA schools you plan to apply to so you can get accepted quickly and without wasting your time and money. We know you're going to love this and that it's going to be so helpful for you to pick the best PA schools for you and your stats. So go to the episode notes and check out that tutorial. We'll catch you at the next episode.